0: Here's the host of Big Fat Lies, business coach, shaman, and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis.
1: Oh my goodness. Can you believe it's Friday? Yay, it's Friday. <laughs> now, when I get ready for these shows, I just feel like the energy that's sort of coming with the show. And, you know, fall is such an interesting time. It's such an interesting time to talk about relationships. And um, so for those of you who know me, who are regular listeners of the show, you know that I grew up on a farm, (laughs) grew up on a horse farm and, you know, so there's like in the spring, We start the development of the baby horses and so you know as they grow, we start to ask them to do more and be more and have more. And throughout the winter, you know, like you're not really doing a ton with the horses throughout the winter unless you've got an indoor riding arena, which we did at times have access to an indoor riding ring. And so, by the time you get around to fall. And we're talking about like human development now, like whatever you planted in the spring, fall is the harvest time for that. And so if there were problems in your relationship in the spring that you didn't address, that you weren't really thinking about, that you were kind of like, "Ah, whatever, maybe that will go away if I ignore it. Maybe that will go away. Or if you're making conscious choices and changes in your relationship, the fall is time for you to be able to harvest those conscious changes. Oh, I got a rose hose. Somebody sent me a rose. <laughs> nice. Thank you so much. So, I'm live on TikTok. I'm also live on Facebook. So, if you're thinking that you wanted to join me in the studio chat today, if you wanted to be involved with that, that would be super fun for me. I would really love that. So, you can go to inspiredchoicesnetwork.com chat room. So, today I want to talk to you guys about the factors involved in having a healthy relationship. Because if you started, in the spring, thinking about like, how do I have a healthy relationship? What's involved in having a healthy relationship? What's not involved in having a healthy relationship? Then you're going to be harvesting the rewards of that this fall. And if you've been ignoring your relationship and maybe doing some of the destructive things that I'm going to talk about today in your relationship, then guess what? You're going to get a harvest. (laughs) It might not be a pumpkin spice latte. It might be Uh, it might be something different. And, you know, we need to be prepared for the something different. Does that make sense, you guys, like to be prepared for the something different? Um, You know, so today, I really want to talk to you guys about the factors of having a healthy relationship. And that's something that I've really, really been looking at this year. And so I'm ready for my fall harvest, my pumpkin spice latte, and wanted to talk to you guys today about that. And so I did pull a card today for you guys, and the card was seeing things for what they are. And I do notice that in relationships that people are like, this time, it's going to be amazing. (laughs) This time, it's going to be so freaking great. However, it can be that you can have a quantum leap in your life and in your relationships if you are correctly supported. Does that make sense being correctly supported in your life? And so what does correct support look like for you? Well, that's going to be completely individual. In fact, I can see it on your charts, like your astrology charts, your gene keys charts, your human design charts, what correct support looks like for you. And you know, like I don't actually take on clients that I don't feel like I could correctly support them. Like if we don't have a really great um, connection, like almost like impossible to have like great chemistry, all sorts of different great chemistry, if that makes sense. So, you know, when people get together, whether it's like a romantic relationship, whether it's a love relationship, whether it's a loving romantic relationship, or whether it's like girlfriends and, you know, like, how do you support one another? Like, I have a a lifelong friend that we met in prenatal, like we had our kids together and we've been friends for over 20 years now. And, uh, you know, if we both wanted a romantic relationship, then, of course, we probably would have already had a relationship like that. But that's kind of not how we roll. So thinking about that for yourself, like, what is the correct chemistry for you? And start to notice that, like, are you replicating chemistry in your relationships that is not healthy chemistry for you. So the things that we're going to look at today, we're going to look at eight things. And um, what happens is when you are in reaction to these eight things, what happens is the incorrect chemistry starts to show up in your body. And so when you're in reaction Then you're having a resist and react response. And that could be blame, shame, regret, guilt, anger, rage, fury, hate, all of those lower harmonics. And on this show, we talk a ton a ton about dr david hawkins and the hawkins scale so if you haven't heard of the hawkins scale uh, that might be something that you might want to look up on your web browser what is the hawkins scale and what is jennifer talking about when she's talking about the lower harmonics well i'm talking about anger rage fury hate blame shame regret guilt um even apathy you know apathy is really like you can't uh you can't move beyond apathy in a relationship. Like if you get into a relationship where the relationship is so lower harmonic that it turns into apathy, like why would you even bother to change it? And I think a lot of people are living in apathy in their relationship. Like there's no passion, there's no turn on, there's no like lust. There's no like lust for life. You're not like inviting each other into something more juicy and more delicious. Like why bother? Like, do you guys get that? Do you understand that? Like if you have apathy in your relationship, then like, why bother? You know, I I just would say if you are not planning on changing the relationship, to choose your way out of apathy. This is going to be the wrong broadcast for you to listen to. I am going to trigger you eight ways from Sunday. (laughs) It's not going to be fun for you. So you might want to like switch away. But If you are in a relationship with someone and you're like, okay, well, this is a somewhat healthy relationship. I would like to improve this relationship. I would love to love my partner more. I would love to be conscious of the places and spaces that I'm doing destructive things that put my partner into reaction. My partner is doing destructive things that are putting me into reaction. Then I would sit down I would grab something to drink. I've got something to drink right here. It's not alcohol. And uh, yeah, let's talk about this. Let's be clear about the eight things that you need to stop doing. You need to get rid of them in your relationship. If your partner is doing them, then you need to set really healthy boundaries and have really conscious conversations with your partner. And if you don't know how to do that, then it's time to like, get some resources for yourself. It's like, okay, I don't know how to cook that dish. I'm going to find the recipe that will let me cook that dish called really great boundaries. And I would say that I have been those two people. I have been the person who has really shitty boundaries and, you know, been like run over And then I've also been the person who has really fucking great boundaries and never gets run over. And, you know, like, what would I choose? I would never choose that again. Like so many different times in my life, my boundaries were just like shot to shit. Like, even though, you know, even though, you know, my evolution has been excellent you know, anybody looking in on my life, and I'm proud of myself as well. My evolution has been excellent, but my boundaries fucking sucked. And they sucked to the detriment of my business. They sucked to the detriment of my relationships with my family, with my friends, with my lover who became my spouse. And it sucked so bad that when I started to build the boundaries and I started to become this other person something had to give something had to give and you know so some of the relationships came with me of course and you know like my best friend jackie is still of course my best friend jackie and you know and i've set some boundaries with her and she was like whoa that felt like a little bit of a shake up and um and then uh it was easy you know after she was like okay i can see why you need those boundaries Uh, she was fine she never did the thing again that was sort of wrecking our relationship if that makes sense so thinking about that for yourself like how much do you feel like setting boundaries might wreck some relationships and you don't want to wreck those relationships so you're allowing people to run you over hmm like out of 10 (laughs) 10 out of 10 is I'm never setting boundaries and I let people run me over all the freaking time and zero out of 10 is I have freaking great boundaries and nobody ever runs me over. Where are you? Where are you right now with this? I've got some comments in the chat room here. (laughs) Yeah, even though my evolution has been excellent, my my boundaries sucked to the detriment of my business, my relationships, my family, friends, and as I grew, something had to give, yeah so I wonder if by the end of this show uh which is uh forty three minutes from now <laughs> we can really start to look at some. Amazing places in your life that need to change. What if? What if? So the first thing that I would love for you to have a look at is making assumptions and setting unrealistic expectations. Checking in regularly and having safe conversations about your relationship. Now that is a mouthful. I'm going to say it again making assumptions and setting unrealistic expectations, checking in regularly and having safe conversations about your relationship. So a good question for you to ask yourself is, how many assumptions do I have about this relationship today? (laughs) How many assumptions do I have about this relationship today? And if you have assumptions, what happens is you create a place in space where you don't actually see what's happening because you're assuming that you're being understood. You're assuming that the person is going to behave the same way that they always behave. So the assumptions Are really making it difficult for you to have a great relationship now if this is a love relationship this is a spouse relationship this is a a child parent relationship this is a friendship like any assumptions that you have of the relationship and how people are going to behave based on their like past performance like this isn't a mutual fund This is people behaving the way that people are going to behave. And so how they're behaving right now could be something that they are reacting to. They could be reacting. And was there something that you assumed that has now put them into a reactive state that if you pulled the assumption away, if you pull the assumption away, then you can actually get the real information. Does that make sense? So it's like, what do I assume about this person right now? You know, what do I assume about their reaction? What did I assume? What happened just before they reacted to me is another freaking great question. What did I assume? What assumption do I have of them that's causing this reaction? And if I don't have the assumption, Maybe the reaction can go away. I wonder. So, we've gone on one of eight things that you need to get rid of to keep your healthy relationship. We are heading to a commercial break. This is Big Fat Lies. My name is Jennifer Kramer Lewis and we are on the Inspired Choices Network. You can join me in the chat. We are hopping off of Facebook right now. If you go to inspiredchoicesnetwork.com forward slash chat room, you can join me in the chat. And uh, we're going to talk about seven more things that you need to get rid of in your relationship to keep it healthy, keep it juicy, keep it switched on. So join me after the break.
0: Have you ever said to yourself, I knew I shouldn't do that? How did that feel? What did you make that mean about you? Business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis, stands for you being deliciously ambitious, passionately productive, oh so profitable, and creating a life that is truly delightful in every area. Tune in to Big Fat Lies every Friday at 1pm Pacific, 2pm Mountain, 3pm Central, and 4pm Eastern on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com to open your eyes to the big fat lies that are keeping business owners from being the bright shining beacons they came here to be. Are you a subject matter expert? eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email Host at Network.com. This is Big Fat Lies with business coach, shaman and seer Jennifer Kramer Lewis. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at Network.com. or send a question or comment to Jennifer at JenniferCramerLewis.com.
1: Oh my goodness, you guys. So the number two thing that I want to talk about is enmeshment. And I just, I noticed this and you may notice it. Like, you know, when you like have your friend and your friend is like in your life and you like have regular dates and you know, like maybe you go to the movies, maybe you go to dancing, like maybe it's like, you like whatever it is, like maybe they're your running buddy or, or whatever it is. And then they get into a relationship with someone and they're not available to you anymore. <laughs> it's like they, they just like completely ghost you. They're not available to you when they're in a relationship. And so my suggestion is don't be that freaking person. Don't be that person that like ghosts all your friends, ghosts all of your normal activities, ghosts the things that you love to do in favor of enmeshment like, do you guys even know what enmeshment is? So this is what I'm explaining is like, you know, this person has to do every freaking thing with you, you don't have a sense of self outside of the relationship. And so this is something I discovered about myself. And this is so um, what do I want to say? Well, it's insidious. You know, like the 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 programming from this reality that, you know, as a couple, you have to do everything together is so bullshit, you guys. It's so bullshit. Like um, I've been like dancing. I've been dancing like a couple, three times a week now, and I've been dancing in my house. I've been like dancing as much as possible. And so years ago, uh, my soon to be ex-husband and I were dancing two or three times a week, uh, ballroom and Latin and salsa and, you know, all of the things. And it was just so great for me. Like I freaking love dancing. I love it. My body adores it. And so I got enmeshed in the relationship and I thought, okay, well, if my partner's not dancing with me, then. I have to quit dancing. And so thinking about that for yourself, like if your partner doesn't want to run or your partner doesn't want to dance, or if your partner doesn't want to go to the movie theater or, or whatever it is that you love, then don't freaking quit the things that you love in favor of your relationship. You need to have a sense of self. Does that make sense? You guys? Like your things that you love that keep you healthy that keep you wealthy that keep you happy that make you feel the most loved you have to keep freaking doing them like regardless of what this person you know this new love interest or whatever um don't quit the things you love never quit the things you love And so enmeshment, uh, if you have a look at like narcissism, like I wanna call it narcissistic spectrum, but people with avoidant attachment are petrified of enmeshment. And so like, this is the one-two punch. So someone who like wants to merge with their partner and like do everything together will find someone with an uh, um, an avoided attachment style like it's like they go like this like the codependent and the narcissist go like this and so know that for yourself you got to get rid of this enmeshment and so if that feels like something that you do that you like ghost your friends in favor of your relationship and then you make your partner wrong because they don't want to do everything with you <laughs> that, maybe that's not so healthy, not so healthy, and be gentle with yourself. Like, if you grew up in sort of an enmeshed household, then maybe you might want to be quiet, you might want to like observe yourself, you might want to be in open meditation about this enmeshment. You know, you don't have to stop being you. What you need to do and what I'm recommending is you stop doing the things that are making being you fucking difficult. Stop doing the things that are making you, you being you, really freaking difficult. Let's stop that. So the next thing is giving the silent treatment instead of communicating. And I'm so guilty of this cuz i you know like i don't want to like barf my anger on somebody if somebody's done something and i have a reaction to it i don't want to barf my anger on somebody and then i might leave it just a little bit too long so think about that for yourself like what is a a functional way of like taking time for yourself to figure out what you're going to say to communicate your boundaries versus being like, I'm not fucking talking to you for an entire month. <laughs> Cause I've not done that, but I've definitely, um, I think I've been more the recipient of the silent treatment versus, um, is actually giving somebody the silent treatment i'm pretty careful uh in human design i'm something called an emotional authority and so emotional authorities have to be careful that when they communicate their boundaries they're not still fucking angry or upset or crying or whatever it is so you have to be like and I have lots of shows talking about emotional authority. Uh, one of the best ones I would say that I would recommend is um, I'm Not Dramatic, You Are. <laughs> so if you want to find that show, you can go to my Linktree. So if you go to linktree forward slash Jennifer Kramer Lewis and look for the show called I'm Not Dramatic, You Are, December 4th, 2020. Uh, my producer. Thanks, Annie. And uh, so Again, do not give people the silent treatment start to learn how to communicate your boundaries in a way that you know, even if you've been in a relationship with someone for 20 years, you know, like my friend Jackie I started to communicate my boundaries with her. And you know was it kind of creaky. Was it interesting? Yeah, but I love her. I don't want to lose my friendship with my best friend of 20 years because I don't know how to communicate my boundaries. Like it's time for me to learn how to communicate boundaries. And so thinking about that for yourself, do you want to be that person who gets run over all the time? Or do you want to be the person who has strong, healthy boundaries that people don't try it with you? Do you get it? People don't try it with people who have strong, healthy boundaries and you've met those people. I bet you have before. You're like, mm, I'm not going to fucking try that with them. Wouldn't you like to be that person? <laughs> I certainly would. I just absolutely would like to be that person. And I would say, you know, like 80, 90 percent of the time I'm that person now. And it's been a journey. It's been a journey, you guys. And you need to be able to invest in yourself on your journey you know because staying here the same you year after year with the same problems and the same expectations and the same shitty boundaries oh my god that sounds like just like a death by a thousand cuts to me so the next thing I want us to look at is the need to be right rather than to understand and apologize like maybe you need to apologize. Maybe you're the one who's running over people's boundaries. So the need to be right, you know, there's your, there might be like a little bit of an ego death that needs to happen here. So great question for you is, do I need to be right about this? Do I need to be right about this? Or even like a spectrum, right? You know, I always ask these like questions out of 10, how much do I need to be right about this? And if you're getting like eight, nine, 10 out of 10, then you're the person who needs to have the ego death. Like, really, in the grand scheme of things, how much do people need to be right? You know, like you think about the government, you think about like um, police institutions, the medical institutions, the teaching institutions, they need to be right about stuff. And they don't fucking apologize when they're not right about stuff. So these are our authority figures, aren't they? And so we haven't had great modeling of how to apologize when we're quite obviously wrong about something. And so this can be, you know, you, this can be your lover, this can be your spouse, this can be your kids, this can be your best friend of 20 years. You need to have the ability to, apologize like even if you're still pretty sure you're right about it and it's not landing with them their perspective is just as correct as your perspective so a good question is would i rather be right than to understand their perspective because if you really honestly want to understand the perspective more than you want to be right That puts you in such a beautiful place. You are being a lover. You are being a kind, loving friend. You are being a beautiful parent. You are being a beautiful spouse if you want to understand the perspective of the person that you are having this argument with or whatever the hell it is you know, you need to throw that need to be right out. It's so gross. It's so patriarchal. Like we're kind of over it. Aren't we, aren't we over the need to be right? And, you know, it's so Aries. It's so, so Aries. And, you know, we don't need to be that anymore. We're in the age of Aquarius. (laughs) Aquarius is like, can't we just like get along? Can't we just like all be together and just like, Really, really love each other in a way that's correct. So I don't have to give up me, and you don't have to give up you. All I need to do is understand you. And if I can give up my need to be right, I can just like throw it out. (laughs) What can I understand about my partner? What can I understand about my friend? What can I understand about the situation? What can I understand? Show me what I can understand. Because sometimes you can understand. Sometimes you're just like, mm, I know I'm right about this. But if you can give up the need to be right, then what you can do is you can start to embrace a new understanding of this person. And then the relationship can grow. You know, you are not the person you were 20 years ago. Not even fucking close. So if you're trying to maintain a relationship, a love relationship, a friendship for a really long time, then you're going to need to understand your partner's growth. You're going to need to understand your growth and you're going to need to really, really understand how you can come together. So I'm kind of taking you to church here but this is really important to me. Hopefully this is valuable to you. Let me know how valuable this is to you. Let me know what you're receiving. And uh, please join us over on the inspiredchoicesnetwork.com forward slash chat room. And uh, yeah, let me know how this is landing for you. And go ahead and put the comments in the chat on TikTok. Thank you so much for joining me. We're heading into our break. Join me after the break for the rest of it. My name is Jennifer Kramer Lewis. We are on the inspired- Have you ever said to yourself,
0: "I knew I shouldn't do that." How did that feel? What did you make that mean about you? Business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis stands for you being deliciously ambitious, passionately productive, oh so profitable, and creating a life that is truly delightful in every area. Tune in to Big Fat Lies every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Mountain, 3 p.m. Central, and 4 p.m. Eastern on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com to open your eyes to the big fat lies that are keeping business owners from being the bright shining beacons they came here to be. carrying us through the day and taking us to bed with you we're always here for you to enjoy we're easy to find just search for inspired choices network in the apple app store or google play store this is Big Fat Lies with business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer-Lewis. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com or send a question or comment to Jennifer at JenniferKramerLewis.com.
1: Oh my goodness. So we are dropping some truth bombs here. We talked about... Uh, Making assumptions. We talked about enmeshment. We talked about the silent treatment. And we talked about the need to be right and how all of those things, if they are being impelled at you, are very threatening, aren't they? They're super threatening. They're super neglectful. It's like, oh my goodness, am I in a relationship or am I in jail? (laughs) And so many people are just like, they don't even really have the energy to, you know, create these positive, really great boundaries over here. They're just kind of stuck in these shitty boundaries that they inherited from their family. And so I would say that that's one of the biggest things that I do talk about with my clients is like, where are you going with your life? And what is in your toolbox right now? Because you're going to need a huge upgrade for you to be able to have your soul's mission. You can type on any web browser. You can look up free human design chart. And you can type in your birthday and your birth time and where you were born. And it will give you your life's mission. Isn't that the coolest thing? And so what you can do is you can find me on Instagram or find me on TikTok. And text me your life's mission and I will text you back uh, some information for you to be able to have a look at to start to pick up the frequency of your life's mission. And so my life's mission is all about love and having a healthy relationship with your body while you're in love. And then I have huge business background. So I'm like, okay, well, let's talk about taking really great care of our body and having a loving relationship with our clients, having a loving relationship with our wealth, our health, our happiness, and taking super, super great care of ourselves. Like we're not here to be neglectful and shitty to ourselves, to our body, to our mission. We're not here to like abdicate or abort our mission. We're absolutely not here to do that. And so one of the things that I would recommend is that you start to pay attention to those things. Like, what is my life's mission? Am I on track with that? You know, am I supposed to be, just for example, like I'm supposed to have a really great healthy relationship with my body. And for years and years and years, I had a hate relationship with my body. I actively poisoned my body with my relationships, with what I was eating, with, you know, who I was loving, who I was spending time with, with my work, um, the amount of stress, my family relationships, my friend relationships, like I was not on mission, absolutely not on mission. So here's me over here doing all that shitty stuff to my body. But over here, I found out what my mission was. And I started asking questions about how to have a healthier body. And in the last year, and I guess it's just basically in the last calendar year, I've lost over 65 pounds. Um, I got out of a healthy, unhealthy relationship. Um, I'm really ramping up my really healthy relationships with people, healthy relationships with my community. And I just am feeling so much more grounded, so much more happy, so much more on purpose because I started paying attention to my body. And I started learning how to create healthy boundaries for myself. And so, you know, there's boundaries around food, there's boundaries around alcohol, there's boundaries around, you know, how much exercise I get there's, you know, like I can, I can have boundaries with myself, too, that are super healthy. (laughs) So, So can you. So can you. So the next one, you might guess is talking about boundaries. And you need to let go of everywhere that you are disrespecting someone's boundaries. Everywhere you're disrespecting your own boundaries by saying, oh, I'll go to the gym tomorrow or, you know, I'll eat keto tomorrow or I'll eat salad tomorrow. Like everywhere you're putting it off, taking really great care of yourself, finally breaking through some part of your life that's really disrespectful of you and, um, Like, I wonder what it would be like if one, you never like if somebody expresses a boundary to you, like, don't fucking do that again, or I'll kill you. (laughs) Or their energy comes up and says, don't even approach me on this, then you are making a conscious choice to disrespect their boundaries. And thinking about that for yourself, like, everywhere you disrespect your own boundaries, like if you've set boundaries for yourself which are goals, targets, uh, your five-year plan everywhere. You say, okay, well, you know, I'm not healthy in my body. I need to eat better. I need to sleep better. I need to, you know, have better relationships. You know, these boundaries are so important I I really need you guys to understand how important it is when you set boundaries that you need to honor your own boundaries. And if somebody approaches your boundaries and tries to step over them, that your boundary approach system goes off. And I would say there were many, many years that my boundaries were so slippery and so slidey that I didn't even know when people were approaching my boundaries. I would only notice it when I was knocked completely flat. Oh shit. That person ran over my boundaries. And I know where that comes from. Like, absolutely. I've done the work to know where that comes from. And, you know, I've done the energy work. I've worked with like amazing healers. And, you know, been coached the whole time. Uh, I have multiple coaches. I have multiple healers that I'm working with in most cases because I've got a lot of vectors. And everybody has a lot of vectors. And so your boundaries are one of those vectors. And when you start to notice, when you start to notice what your boundaries are, then you can start to have sort of a boundaries approach alarm. And it's so interesting, like this is something that's come up for me in the past year because I've really been looking at boundaries. And when people get close to approaching my boundaries, then my little alarms go off and I don't have to be in reaction to them. I can just be like watching them approaching my boundaries. You know, it's like one of those little chirpers at the end of your very long driveway. You're like, oh, somebody just turned onto my very, very long driveway. And, you know, I can watch them approach, but I don't have to let them, like, do whatever it is that they think that they're going to do. I can just watch them. And so what would that be like for you? One, if you didn't let people run you over, and two, if you honestly know what somebody's boundaries are they have been communicated to you then you need to be in integrity and never cross their boundaries never like don't fucking do that shit don't do it it's so disrespectful and so you know the universe is an infinity loop so if you're actively disrespecting somebody's boundaries and i've done that i've done that i own that i've done that Then what happens is the universe brings you some of that soup. (laughs) Here, you don't know how to respect people's boundaries. Here's some people not respecting your boundaries so that you can get your lesson out of that. Does that make sense, you guys? So notice your own boundaries. Be clear about your boundaries. Start to enforce your boundaries with correct consequences. And if you don't know how to do that, then just reach out. I have a ton of resources. Just reach out, send me a DM. Next one I wanna talk about is reacting instead of responding. (laughs) Do you guys know the difference between reaction and response? Reaction and response. So sometimes you need to take a breath, Go lock the bathroom door, talk to yourself in the mirror and make sure that you are not reacting to life, reacting to other people's choices. Just I would say that that's probably the biggest trajectory that I have learned in my life so far is how to respond correctly to people and not go into reaction. Because sometimes people have no fucking clue what your boundaries are and tell you correctly, correctly convey that to them. Quietly, clearly, correctly convey your boundaries. And if they don't like what your boundaries are and you have quietly, correctly, and clearly conveyed your boundaries to them, well then that's over on them guys. You don't need to make people feel better about your boundaries. I'm going to say that again. You don't need to make people feel better about your boundaries. You just don't. And so, if your boundaries are clear, they're correct, and you conveyed them in a calm way, instead of slapping somebody across the face with your hand or your words, instead of yelling, instead of like upping the ante, you can just respond. And it can be this person is fucking with you and then there's a nice calm delay and then you can come back to them and say hey I didn't feel safe when you did that it made me feel unsafe when you did that and then if they don't like the idea of you feeling unsafe then maybe they can change how they behave like And if they're the type of person that tries to make you feel bad about your boundaries, I might want to have a look at that if I were you. That's not a healthy relationship. Somebody who tries to make you feel shitty about your boundaries is not a healthy relationship for you. So that's a huge red flag. (laughs) Huge red flag. So I would have a look at that if I were you yeah so again be super gentle with yourself this is new information new information and so just take a freaking breath and the integration of these changes that are being asked of us to be better human beings this is sort of it's all an inside job However, you are never, ever alone with any of it. There's so much information. There's so much coaching. There's so many different modalities that people can use to understand way more about themselves. And so what you may not know about me is I'm a lifelong psychic. I'm also a... a, um, Like I get tons of information from people's bodies, from people's energetic fields, from people's ancestors, from people's financial flows. Like there's a ton of information that comes through. And one of the modalities that I find plugs in really nicely to that is something called human design. And so if you've been investigating human design, I do have some offers based around human design. And so if you're thinking about getting to know yourself and some more clarity on what it is that you're here to be and do, please do reach out to me. This, I just love this. I love translating people's missions in a way that they can truly understand what they're here to be and do, like what is their life purpose? And I can translate that for you in a way that you can understand it and start to integrate it into your life. And how freaking fun is that? (laughs) You might find out that your life's purpose is not to have a bad time bumping into other people's boundaries. Probably, but maybe not. So please join me after the break. You have been listening to Big Fat Lies on Inspired Choices Network. My name is Jennifer Kramer Lewis. Join me after the break.
0: Have you ever said to yourself, I knew I shouldn't do that? How did that feel? What did you make that mean about you? Business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis, stands for you being deliciously ambitious, passionately productive, oh so profitable, and creating a life that is truly delightful in every area. Tune in to Big Fat Lies every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Mountain, 3 p.m. Central, and 4 p.m. Eastern on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com open your eyes to the big fat lies that are keeping business owners from being the bright shining beacons they came here to be. This is Big Fat Lies with business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer-Lewis. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com or send a question or comment to jennifer at jenniferkramerlewis.com.
1: Oh my goodness. Can you believe it? So we just have a few more minutes left. And I just, I really, here's one of the biggest things. And I talk about this over and over in the show is stop taking yourself so seriously. Just stop. (laughs) Stop. The only way that you can have lasting change in your life is if you are willing to experiment with what I call the great experiment and to have a look at your life trajectory as a huge experiment in life mastery. It's a huge experiment with your life purpose. It's a huge experiment with like, maybe you're like really successful with wealth, but your relationships are a shit show. Or maybe you're really great at creating loving relationships within your family uh, or with your friends or, you know, like whatever it is, but your wealth is kind of a shit show. Like I would have a look at that if I were you, like how serious am I making my life? Like out of 10, am I making my life so freaking serious, 10 out of 10 serious, or am I willing to just be in flow with myself? And I would say years ago, my life was stone cold serious. And that is the exact opposite of what I'm here to be and do. It's the shadow state of my uh, of my life's purpose is seriousness. I'm just here to play. I'm here to play with people's perspectives. I'm here to play with making people more free in their perspectives. I'm here to play with a new brand of truth. I'm here to play with a new brand of trajectory for people, like giving them so much freedom to make different choices. And what would that be like for you to have so much freedom with your choices? Well, patience, grasshopper, patience. Next week's show is called Five Steps to Increase Your Patience and Your Wealth. Hmm. I wonder what patience and wealth have to do with one another. I am so excited to tell you exactly what patience and wealth have to do with one another. So you're going to want to set your alarm. That's one o'clock Pacific Standard Time, four o'clock Eastern Standard Time. I will be on TikTok. I will be on Facebook briefly you can join me in the chat and you can like start to you know engage with me in the chat I don't engage too much on TikTok because I can't really see that far <laughs> I'm not that adept to go back and forth between um, recording and TikTok so if you did uh, send me a comment please just uh, connect with me and uh, if there was a question that you had on TikTok go ahead and DM me uh, your question. And uh, yeah, so what else? What else do we want to talk about? We want to talk about expecting others to know what we want without saying what we want. <laughs> One of the things as a lifelong intuitive, as a lifelong psychic, when somebody expects me to use my intuition to find out what they want without communicating with me, without like getting into business with me without like, um, you know, having a session with me, coming into a year long program with me, you know, like just please don't expect anybody to know what you want ever, especially if they're a psychic because in most cases, what you think you want or need is not actually what you want or need to be able to have a really joyful life. I'll tell you, eight, nine, 10 times out of 10, What you think you need is not what you need. Like, I know that. Absolutely, I know that. Am I going to be an asshole about it in the first session? Absolutely not. But I am going to gently turn your eyes to your life's mission. Gently. And like, stop. Like, seriously, stop. Don't expect other people to know what it is that you want without telling them. Like, how many times have you done that? Even this week, you're like, don't they know what my Starbucks coffee order is? Like, how freaking superior is that? Why don't they see me? Why don't they know me? Because you don't freaking know you. You don't know you. (laughs) You don't know you. And so for you to expect someone else to know what you want, someone else to fulfill on your order, someone else to love you better than you love you, it's, it's a suicide mission. It's seppuku. <laughs> Please just don't do that. Don't put people in that position. Because one, is super unhealthy. And two, it's really going to put you in reaction. It's going to put them in reaction. It's not a loving place or space to come from when you're like, you've been married to me for this long and you should know how, whatever. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) Don't freaking do that. (laughs) Oh my goodness. And the last one, the last one is probably the most juicy. Holding grudges rather than saying how we feel. So do you hold grudges? Do you remember what somebody did in September 2014? And then they did it again in December 2017. Like, do you have records? (laughs) Do you have it in your internal hall of records? (laughs) Don't freaking do that. Like, really, do not hold grudges rather than saying how you feel. (laughs) And also, have a freaking boundary around that. When somebody comes at you with their grudge, Have a freaking boundary about that and be like, oh, do we need to talk about that reaction? No response. Yes. Oh, do we need to talk about that? And have a nice, calm, clear conversation about whatever it is that they would like to bring up, because what happens is then you're like, oh, you know, like they're trying to come at you with their grudge. And you're like, "Mm, no, I'm not reacting to your grudge. However, again, if this is a healthy relationship, and somebody tries to come at you with their grudge, notice, you know, like notice, just notice, and that's probably the biggest thing is start to notice the effect of all of these things on your life, start to make some incremental changes to your life. And if it becomes difficult, when it becomes difficult, get appropriate support. I work with entrepreneurs and business owners. So if you are a business owner or an entrepreneur, if you love this information, reach out.
0: Thank you for listening to Big Fat Lies with business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis. Join us next week at 1 p.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Mountain, 3 p.m. Central and 4 p.m. Eastern on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until next week, Jennifer invites you to laugh at limitation and live life delightfully by opening your eyes to the Big Fat Lies.